Okay, so that has really given me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so Jesus said that those are dust, the will of God. They are our brothers and our sisters. And that has been my guiding light throughout my work with the Lord. People that love God, I just love them as my own blood relatives. Praise God. Praise the Lord. My contribution is taken from... My contribution is taken from Jeremiah 12, verse 5, which reads, If you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with the horses? If you stumble in the safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? And the question that Jeremiah asked in this chapter has also been asked by many people of the Bible, like Asaph in Psalm 73, who was a friend of David and the musician, uh, the wise one in Ecclesiastes 4.19, and even Job across his old book all asked this question, why do the wicked prosper while the righteous sit in ruins? And although God's exact answer varies over time, the main theme in God's answer is always the same. Why do you talk so much when you know so little? Everything God does when you know so little. Everything God does for us is to prepare us for what's to come. And Jeremiah, just like many people of today, thought that God was punishing him for some reason. However, we need to remember that we know little compared to God. And just like Apostle said on Sunday, God has a plan for all of us. And sometimes that plan involves pain, but the pain is never to harm us, but rather to bring something good out of it. And Jeremiah thought as if this experience was a punishment, but rather it was preparing him for greater challenges that awaited, like spending a night in the stocks and being thrown in the well. Although it took pain to get through it, the end product was Jeremiah's exaltation. He was put in charge of the courts of the king in the house of Babylon and given riches beyond his wildest dream. And last week I said how it may sometimes be hard, but God will always see his truth. And today I finish off by saying... Um, just as the wise one said, there's no pain and then no gain. So, and as Christians, we know that our gain in heaven is waiting for us at the end of the tunnel. Amen. Um, I'm going to be contributing from Jeremiah chapter 12 verses 14 to 15. Um, as we all know, God did not really answer Jeremiah's question directly, but rather told Jeremiah to endure and told Jeremiah what was yet to come. Unlike humans, God is not e- does not easily condemn. We can see that in the life of Jesus. Second um, Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish. God did not want the enemies of Israel to perish. Um, Jeremiah asked God a question, and it's the same question most of us have asked or known someone to have asked. For God's thoughts are not our thoughts, neither his ways are ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways higher than our ways. God does not think and act like human, despite Jeremiah feeling like these people deserve to be punished and destroyed. God said, indeed, they will be destroyed. However, there is mercy for those who repent. There are times where we feel that we have been or have been ill-treated. God is telling us to master patience. Just as he is patient with us, he wants us to be patient with one another. God deals with the wicked in his time. Nothing goes unnoticed with God. But God created everything on this earth and does not want anything to be destroyed, especially when they have repented. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My taking is coming from verse 6, verse 8, and the end part of it. And that says that um, 
your relatives, your relative members and all your families betray you. So if you look at the book of Matthew 10, 21, 10, 22, illustrate that. But more emphasis is on verse 8. And um, I liken that to say when Jesus foretold that the love of many will grow cold at the end time. Is this happening right now? Yes, it is. Um, there are a lot of people love that are going cold. So is the, is the love of many in the church going cold? And this is Matthew 24, verse 12 to 13, that says that because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So I just pray that um, any one of us that our love for Christ, we should try and go back to the things of God that we used to do before. Because if we look at the end of the Jeremiah 17, it says that, but if any nation does not listen, I will completely uproot and destroy, declares the Lord. And if we look at Romans 2, 11, 13, it says that God does not have any favoritism. So if we are not listening to God, God says he will completely destroy us. So I pray that we all, by the grace of God, we continue to serve the Lord Almighty and keep his command and walk upright. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to take my from Jeremiah 12, verse 1. It says, You are always righteous, Lord. When I bring a case before you, yet I will speak with, speak with you about your justice. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? And why do old faithless live at ease? Jeremiah knows that God is a faithful God. He's saying that, God, you're a faithful God. You're a God of justice. You're the God that justifies. You're the God of truth. But in this case, Jeremiah is saying, I'm wondering why you're not doing the way I thought you would do, which, um, which shows us that the way of the Lord is not our way. In Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9, he said, My thoughts are not your thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. It's good for us to sit back. As the Bible said, that we should pray for the, uh, the, the wicked to repent. Because these people have been in, doing injustice to Jeremiah. And he's saying, God, I thought you are the God of justice. He first of all praise God and call him his name and say who he is. But he said, but in this case, I'm going to query you. Who are we to query God? But sometimes we query God. And this is what Jeremiah did in this place. But Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 answers us what the Lord has told us about himself and us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So can I just ask for God's answer here from God's personal? Because if you have raised his name in truth, possibly there's somebody on the track now that is running the race. And somebody won't. You have to take it like this. Amen. Every life is complicated. Hallelujah. Then he said, if you have raised the men on truth, and they have warned you out. That is why we complain that uh, 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 some people are talking, some are not talking. The race is not for the truth. You know, we always, always say this. And you are having competition. Somebody is running the race, and they have joined you. You have to take it like that. Footballers are playing football. Liverpool won. Uh, uh, what is the other one? Manchester, hey, thank you God, you know that I'm not there. Manchester won Liverpool. So what are you supposed to do? You are not supposed to fight about it. Are you listening to me? You are not supposed to fight about it. So somebody is fussing, someone is not fussing. That is not our business. All we need to do is to be so principled. Things happen that way. Someone that is telling God, telling God, is that person that will go through trouble, through trouble? We don't need to blame God for that. Because the Bible says something. Said in everything we should do what? We should thank Him. So when you read that, the way... Uh, how can you uh, compete with horses if you stumble in safe countries? He said, uh, how will you manage in the thicket by the Jordan? Your relative member of your own family. Even I want you to underline that very well. Because it happens in the church as well. People that you have trusted so much, they will betray you. And you still you will be prospering, but you are not seeing your prosperity. There is something that I really want to encourage us. Sometimes people are betraying you, betraying you, betraying you. Oh, sorry. Sometimes people are betraying you. And you are looking at their own prosperity. See your own prosperity. Do you know that the wisdom that God has given to you is prosperity? 
the wisdom not to react, the wisdom to stay where you are. Then as you, as you continue to wait on the Lord and not looking at their own, because what you call prosperity is not prosperity to such people. Are you listening to me? Yours is prosperity. They'll be hearing or listening or seeing things happen around your life. Because sometimes when you go through times and situations, you will think you are the only one suffering. You are not suffering. God is watching. He said God sits in heaven and is going to laugh at them. So why is Jeremiah worried? Maybe shortly you will go and cry. There are some people like Jeremiah, you will cry. When this is happening to God, why is doing me? Why is it all this thing happening to me? And the people are like, no, 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 no. But when you're on God's side, there is no failure. When you're on God's side, there is always results. So that's why God was using all this. Data. He says, your relative members of your own family, even they have betrayed you, and they have raised a loud cry against you, do not trust them, though they speak well of you. Do you understand? They will still speak well of you, and sometimes you think, you, you will still look at that, ah, they are prospering. Don't look at their prosperity. Yours is great. The wisdom that God has given to you is great. Continue to be faithful before God and tell God, I just want to be faithful all my years through. I want to be faithful in anything I'm doing. You don't want any side talk. You don't want anything to distract you. You see, in this race that we are running, if you are not very careful, you become that uh, 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 ecclesiastic that uh, uh, the man of God is reading to us. Slave riding on horses. Because the enemy will use bad characters to make you to be reacting and doing wrong, wrong things. Then you see where you are supposed to get to, you are not getting there. It's only people that are talking backside and everything. God will listen to them because you are supposed to be mature. Do you understand? If you don't want to see your slave ride on, ride on uh, your horseback, you, are, you understand it. The Lord will grant us great understanding. So we don't need to, 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 to sit. Some people are running race. And in the, every, on your mark, set, go. And the gun is shot. When the gun is shot, people are really running, 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 running. Then somebody is first. Let's congratulate that person that is first. At least he ran the race in our presence. Let's not have side talk. Let's congratulate them. And as you are congratulating them, things will be happening for you. But as you are jealousing them, things will not happen. So let's leave the enemy to be doing what they are doing. But let's trust God. God will take us there. In the name of Jesus. That takes us to uh, Jeremiah chapter 13. Can I say something to us? You know, because I said this to them in New Cross. From, because there's something, there's a wisdom that God has given to me. From, you know, in my school, you don't fail. Everybody passed. And I thank God for that. So brief, you are not going to be telling stories, no brief, how all these chapters has been a blessing to you. And I want to see it, and I'm going to add other things to it, then we will prepare it. You know, I've gotten off marking, marking now, because doctors say I should rest, if you know that. So I'm resting, amen. <laughs> Sleepless night, it's not allowed anymore for marking papers. So, but we thank God. So this time around, we'll be our own teacher by ourselves. So write all this till chapter 13, before we... we chapter 13. Amen. And it shall be well with us in the name of Jesus. Chapter 1 to 13. 
and we are submitting by the middle of June. You know, I've given you time, and it shall be well with us. So that you submit it to me here, or to me, I prefer you submit it to me as a Bible study, because I'll be able to have it and put it in my office. I'm not taking any, so I'm going to read them in the office. It's not going to come at all. Everything must be done in the office. And then I'll give your paper back to you. Then you put it inside so that you have something to refer to. I don't want us to do this Bible study and you don't have it. If I ask you about the book of Isaiah now, some of us don't have that. You understand? I'll ask you. You only have your notes. But do it in form of lecturing. And again, let me, I didn't leave this uh, secret to them. You'll be lecturing as time goes on. I will call those of you that have been faithful. I didn't want to say it before. In this, then you come and bring your notes. Because I've added part of my notes into it, then you come. The day I'm not coming, maybe work has taken me somewhere. I'm not releasing some of you. Then it will be everybody. Because it's Bible study. So that everybody will get involved properly. Then you have your notes. Like I will read my note to you. We don't know it all. You read your note to the people and other people will add to it. Is that okay with us? Amen. That takes us to Jeremiah 13. The linen belt. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy a linen belt and put it around your waist. This is instruction given now to the people at that time, to Jeremiah himself. He said, but do not let it touch water. Do not. So I bought a belt as the Lord directed and put it around my waist. Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time. May the word of God come to us. You know, when you are not familiar with the Bible, with the word of God, the word of God don't come to you. When we are familiar with the word of God, as you are reading it, the word of God comes to you like that. When we are familiar with God himself, and you are get close to God, attached to God, the word of God will come to you in your dream. The word of God will come to you. You cannot go and lean on other people to hear God. God himself will visit you because you are close to his heart. Says so the word of the Lord came to me a second time. May this be the practice with us, with God in Jesus' name. Say, so take the belt you bought and are wearing around your waist and go now to Paris and hide it there in a crevice in the rock, in the rocks. So I went and hid it in Paris as the Lord had told me. This Paris is like a river or a rocky and a rocky place where he's going to hide this thing. That the Lord asked him to go and buy. Many days later, the Lord said to me, Go now to Paris and get the belt I told you to hide there. So I went to Paris and dug up the belt and took it from the place where I had hidden it. But now it was ruined. I want you to underline that word. Now it was ruined and completely useless. Ruined and completely useless. I'm going to refer to that later. Underline it and make sure that you mark it. Many days later, the Lord said to me, Go now to Paris and get the belt I told you to hide there. So I went to Paris and dug up the belt and took it from the place where I had eaten it. But now it was what? Ruined and completely what? Useless. As the Lord has said. God is not a man. That will lie. God has seen what he wants this demonstration to, to be like. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. In the same way, I will ruin the pride of Judah. Underline that. I will ruin the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. Pride of Judah, then the great pride. May God not subdue us. These wicked people, the Lord referred to them as what? Wicked people who refuse to listen to my word. So anyone who refuses to listen to the word of God is what? Classified as wicked. We will not be wicked tonight. The reason why we are studying the word of God is for us not to be wicked. It's for us to be obedient children. But when we study the word of God and you get out here and do what you like, that is not for me. It's for everyone, Omar. It's for some of you that is uh, talking to. You become what? Useless. Then you become what? Wicked. He's going to interpret to us what this, uh, the, 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 reason, the symbol of what he has them to do. 
what he asked Jeremiah to do. These wicked people who refuse to listen to my words, who follow the stubbornness of their heart, may our heart not be like that, and go after other gods to serve and worship them, will be like this belt. Completely what? Useless. For as a belt is bound around the waist, so I bound all the people of Israel and all the people of Judah to me. You are supposed to be bound to him. You are supposed to be attached to God. You are supposed to be God, reflecting me on earth here. If we are not like that, if we are, if, if, if we are supposed to be God and we are devil inside and man outside, we are what? Useless. If you are disobedient, stubborn in our heart, and not following the word of God, we are completely what? Useless. May God not make us to be useless. Or may we not make ourselves to be useless. He says, for as the belt is bound around the waist, so I bound all the people of Israel and all the people of Judah to me, declares the Lord, to be my people for my renown and praise and honor, to be my praise, to be my honor. So I bound them to me. You know, he said to us that we are his treasured possession. That's the reason why in that Exodus 19, he said he carried us on his wings like eagles. He's the one that is protecting us. He said he has us in his hand. He neither sleeps nor slumber because of us. But if we refuse not to be attached to him, we become useless. We become stubborn. We become stubborn in our hearts. Then we become to, to be idolaters, people that worship idols. We, 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 we become to be Satan's server and not God's server. We began to be Satan worshipper and not God was, God's worshipper. But he wants us to be bound to himself, to, to attach ourselves to himself so that we can be his own people. We can be, he can be our father and we can be his children. And he said to, to be my people for my renown and praise and honor. God wants us to be his praise and to be his honor. But they have not listened. May we listen tonight in the name of Jesus. God wants us to be attached to him. God wants us to be his children indeed. God wants us to be everything about him. God wants us to reflect him on a regular basis. God wants us, he said he has created us in his own image. He wants us to be his image. That we demonstrate everything that he does. He wants our eyes to open to, to understanding the scriptures. He wants our ears to open so that we can hear him on a regular basis. He wants us to walk the same walk that he walked. He wants us to, 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 to be like him. But today, a lot of people have gone after their stubborn hearts, and they are not doing what God tells them to do. So God asked Jeremiah to get this linen belt. And then he should carry that linen belt. Go and hide it somewhere. When he hid the uh, 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 linen belt, what happened? It, was, it, 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 it gets spoiled. It was ruined. That's why a lot of people have neglected God. And we have allowed our life to be ruined. God is telling us today that we must be attached to Him. If we, a life without God, I love that uh, 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 play, uh, play something that I buy for my children when they were young. A life without God is like a donut. How many of you, you know, watch that play? It's like a donut. It's like a donut. You know, like, so they know from small, my children. A life without God. I say, what did that one say again? It's like a donut. You know, donut has a hole inside it. So a life without God is full of, is whole all around. So, but if we, ha we have God in our lives, then we'll be his treasured possession. Then we'll be his. We'll be honored. We'll be his honor and we bring praise to him all the time. But if our life is without, if we are not attached to Jesus, if our life is attached only to this world, the only thing that will ruin our life will be worldliness and all other things in our lives. But God doesn't want us to be like that. He's made us partaker of this grace tonight. And that's why he's teaching us, making Jeremiah to teach us all these things. He gave them another symbol. The symbol of the linen belt and the symbol of the wineskin. Then he says, say to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Every wineskin should be filled with wine. And if they say to you, don't we know that every wine skin should be filled with wine? Do we not know? Why are you saying it? Sometimes they are correcting you and telling you what you are supposed to, 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 to be, who, are you, who you are supposed to be. Your life is supposed to be patterned after God's life 
and we are seeing other things that you are doing. And people, like, God is sending people like Jeremiah, like us to you, like friends to you, to be telling you that your life is not supposed to be like this. And that, do I not know before? I know, and I've been it. Where's your business? Oh, may the Lord help you. May the Lord help us people. And then Jeremiah was saying that, then this is what the Lord, the God of Israel said, every wine skin should be filled with wine. And if they say to you, don't we know, because God has seen their heart that this is going to be their response. Don't we know that every wine skin should be filled with wine? Then tell them, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to fill with drunkenness all who live in the land, including the kings who sit on David's throne, including great people, including parents, including kings in their palaces, including people in authority. This is what God is going to do to them. He said he's going to fill them with drunkenness. All who live in the land, including the kings who sit on David's throne, leaders, the priests, the prophets, and all who are living in Jerusalem, I will smash them one against each other, parents and children alike, declares the Lord. I will allow no pity or mercy or compassion to keep me from destroying them. People that are supposed to be filled with Holy Ghost, God said He's going to fill them with wine. That would be, they've been intoxicated with wine. You know, the wine that make them to be proud, that make them to be doing things to uncomfortable. When somebody's drunk, you know how they behave. It's going to make them to be misbehaving. This is what God is saying. And He said, Treaty of Cap, hear and pay attention. Do not be arrogant, for the Lord has spoken. People might be arrogant, taking this, we don't know that we, eh, we are supposed to be filled with Holy Ghost before. We are Christian, and we are demonstrating Christianity, and we are doing God's work. What is our business about my life? Have my life to live. God, God is not as difficult as you are making God to be difficult. And all this. He said, here and pay attention, do not be arrogant. For the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he brings the darkness before your feet, feet stumble on the darkening hills. Your hope for light. But he will turn it to utter darkness and change it to deep gloom. When God is saying in Isaiah that there is no more gloom for those who are in God himself. But here, because of the pride of the people, because of the true knowledge of the people, God says, but he will turn to Jeremiah. He will turn your darkness and change it to dim gloom. If you do not listen, I will weep in Jeremiah. Thank God for him. Thank God for Jeremiah chapter 9. It's always a weeping prophet. There are many of you that are weeping today. The Lord will wipe away all tears. You know, he said, Mother, teach your women to your girls to know how to, 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 to wail. Teach your people how to wail. That's in chapter 9. He said, If you do not listen, I will weep in secret. There are many people that are weeping in secret. Many pastors are weeping in secret. Because they are correcting you, but you refuse not to follow. So they are weeping in secret. So Jeremiah said, you know me. I'm a weeping prophet. That's one of my symbols. That's one of my handwriting. I will weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly, overflowing with tears, because the Lord's flock will be taken into captivity. He has seen it. When parents are telling you, don't do this, don't do that, and you insist on your, on, your, on, on your way. When we are telling you, this is not good, that is not good, you insist on your way. The people don't do this, don't do that. Friends are deceiving you outside there. This is how you manage your life. Don't mind them or anything. And then you are deceived. Many parents are crying. Many pastors are crying. Many friends are crying. But does that move God? because the Lord flock will be taken into captivity. They didn't want about this captivity, but they will not listen. And in the end, they were taken into captivity. Many that are not listening today, they have been taken into captivity. Some want to get rich quick. To get into the captivity of Satan. Some are in prison. Instead of getting their riches. They are following friends to do wrong, wrong things. And making people to be crying. Making people to be crying and weeping. Lord, help us. Help us. Lord, help us. But when God will deal with you, we deal with you as we deal with anybody that is disobedient. May God help us so that I take away every form of pride in us. In Jesus' name. Say, say to the king and to the queen mother, come down from your throne. 
May God help us so that we don't say anything that will bring us low. In the name of Jesus. Anything that will put us to shame, make it far away from us in Jesus' name. You can pick it up, it's fine. For your glorious crown will fall from your head. God has glorified us. We are all priests, uh, princesses, and let, let this glorious crown not fall from our head. God has glorified us. It will not fall from our head. In Jesus' name. The cities in the Negev will be shut up. And there will be no one to open them. All Judah will be carried into exile. Carried completely away. Did that not happen? These are some of the things that happened to Daniel by the Babylonians. Look up and see those who are coming from the north. The north again, Jeremiah chapter 1. You remember, what did he say? We come from the north. Disaster, the boiling pot. Disaster comes from the north. Those who are coming from the north. Where is the flock that was entrusted to you? Where is the, where is the sheep of which you boasted? May God not put us to shame. Certainly those of us that are leaders in the household of faith. What will you say when the Lord set over you those you cultivated as your special allies? Will, you, will, uh, will not pay grip you like that of a woman in labor? And if you ask yourself, why has this happened to me? It is because of your many sins. That your skirt has been torn off and your body uh, mistreated. Can an Ethiopian change their skin or a leopard his spots? Neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. They will not do evil in the name of Jesus. God has made us beautiful. Let us not be to do evil. Amen. We'll stand here. We'll start to hear I will this section. Like okay, that's fine. To disgrace, said, I will put, pull up your skirts over your face, that your shame may be seen. Your adulteries. And lossful names, your shameless prostitution. I have seen your detestable acts on the hill and in the fields. What to you, Jerusalem? How long will you be unclean? May the Lord help us. The next chapter, we are also going to be looking at drought, famine, and the sword of God. God is not a man that he will lie, nor the son of man that he will change. His mind. So the symbol of the linen sash, the symbol of the ring sash is to show people what God can do and how He expected us to behave, or how He expected us to act, or how He expected us to, act, to attach ourselves to Him. That's what you see in that Jeremiah chapter 13. Then we went further to talk about the symbol of the. Um, let me quickly rush through what I wrote here in that uh, uh, underneath my note. He said, God has a beautiful relationship between him and his people. Beautiful relationship. That's why I said we must be like the sash. As the sash is attached to the waist when one, so also God will want us to be attached to him. He will be attached to God. Our homes be attached to God. Our family be attached to God. Our children be attached to God. Ourselves be attached to God. This beautiful relationship must not cease in the name of Jesus. God is wanting his people to repent. For they are supposed to be a people. Special people. They are supposed to be a name. A brand name. When you call something a brand name, those of us that you when you when they ask you what are you holding? iPhone. Wow. God supposed God wants us to be like that. So that when people see us, a child of God, a Christian, a Christian indeed, 
Someone, a lover of God. Well, God wants to be a, us to be a brand name. That, that people will seek after us when they begin to see the glory. That's why I want us to be attached to Him. So God is wanting His people to repent. For they are supposed to be a people, a name, especially a praise. He talked about the praise and the honor to Him, a glory for Him in that verse 11. Said, but they have allowed pride to ruin them. Verses 9 and 10. May we not allow pride to ruin us. God is saying, do this. As far as I'm concerned, may that not be your portion. Hence, He's warning His people to repent or they will face His judgment. Once judgment comes, there will be no turning back. Verse 14. Write that against it. Time will not let us go back to it. 15 to 27. Pride precedes captivity or brings ultimate destruction. You can write this against it. You can get to go and read it. Second Kings 24, 1 to 12 and 15. Then John chapter 6, 37. God does not turn away those who come to him in repentance. If that is the case, let us examine ourselves and take away every form of pride in us. James chapter 4, verse 10, and chapter 5, verses 1 to 6. Then it takes us to the symbol of the wine bottle, which is a popular proverb. You can write this against it, Joshua chapter 7, verse 19. Then write John chapter 9, 24. Jeremiah used the symbol of the wine bottle or the wineskin to explain to them that since the people are no longer filled with his glory, God will fill them with wine of his wrath. May that not be us in the name of Jesus. And then he began with his threats, telling them how they're going to be taken to captivity. Since they have decided not to reflect him, not to be filled with his glory, not to be attached to him, he said he's going to fill them with the wine of his wrath. Instead of the wine of his wrath, may we be filled with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Not the wine of his wrath. Wine of his wrath will always cause us disgrace. And you will see what will happen to them in the next chapter. That will take us to the next chapter. Let me quickly read for you from uh, verse... uh, uh, 24. Say, I will scatter you like sharp. May that not be a portion. Driven by the desert wind. This is your lot. The portion I have decreed for you, declares the Lord. May that not be a lot. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Because God in Leviticus is giving them rules and regulations. In Deuteronomy, give them rules and regulations, but they decided not to follow. For their disobedience, this is what God said is going to happen to them. He said, because you have forgotten me and trusted in false gods, you know what represent false gods in your life or in my life. Let us take them out of our way so that we will not, be, uh, we will not bring disgrace upon ourselves. He said, because you have forgotten me and trusted in false gods, I will pull up your skirts over your face. It will bring shame. That's what he's saying. That your shame may be seen. Your adulteries and uh, lustful names. Your shameless prostitution. I've seen your detestable acts on the hills and in the fields. Woe to you, Jerusalem. How long will you be unclean? May the Lord bless the reading of his word. May that not be spoken about us, woe, or anything. May we be attached to God like never before. God will make us a symbol. Symbol of truth. Symbol of obedience. Symbol of with grace. Symbol full of faithfulness and compassion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's just quickly have a head bow and pray all this prayer. Lord, take away every form of pride in me. And mold me for your use in the name of Jesus. Let's lift up our voices. It was so simple. Paradventure, you have allowed pride to take you far away from God. Nebuchadnezzar was made to be an animal. With walking like an animal for seven years, 
he was there because of pride. Pride will humiliate us. Pride will not take us to where we are going. God wants us to be attached to him. In God, there is no pride. In God, there is obedience. In God, there is faithfulness. In God, there are great things. Tell the Lord tonight, make me close to your heart in the name of Jesus. I don't want to be left like that sash that is left in the palace in the name of Jesus. Make me close, attached to you, Lord Jesus. I want to be close to you. I want to be attached to you. Pride will not make you close to God because God will resist the pride, proud and give grace to the humble. Lord, clothe me with humility in the name of Jesus. Take away every form of pride in my life in the name of Jesus. In my hope, in my hope, in the church, take pride away from, pride away from us in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to serve in humility. In every area that you have put me, O oh God, help me, Lord Jesus. Lord, take away from me, Lord Jesus, everything that will hinder me from knowing you or from following your ways. Anything that will hinder me from not getting attached to you like the sash. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you help me, O oh God. Take away every form of pride in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you adoration in the name of Jesus. The heart that is not controlled by God will be full of pride. You want to tell the Lord, take, a, take control of my heart. Take control of my mind. Take control of my eyes. Take control of my being in the name of Jesus. Oh, show me revelation from heaven. Teach me your ways that I may walk in your truth in the name of Jesus. When we know the way of God and we are taught in His truth, then we'll be able to do the right thing. Everything that is right, take it away from me. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit with me. Right spirit that will make me to get close to you in the name of Jesus. The psalmist prayed. He said, create in me a clean heart. Put in me a right spirit. A right spirit that will make me to, to walk side by side with you. A right spirit that will make me to think like you. We have had it tonight. Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost. Do not fill me, O oh God, with wine that will make me, Lord Jesus, so misbehave. Satan fill people with such wine. But fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Purify my heart. Cleanse me, Lord. The songwriter says, remove from me. All that is standing in the way of your love, in the name of Jesus. Father, we are made to understand you and to understand your covenant. Lord, help me. Help me not to break your covenant of peace. As you have agreed with me, O oh God. Father, help me, help me, help me. I want to be close with you, Lord Jesus. Help me to dwell under your wings. Help me to dwell under your shadow in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus, to follow the leading of the angels that have assigned to me, Lord Jesus. Jeremiah was talking to the people. There are friends that God has attached to us to lead us the way. There are ministers that God has attached to us to help us to fulfill destiny. To help us to fulfill his plan in our lives as he has attached Jeremiah to the people. Help me to listen, Lord Jesus. To the, to the people that you have put over me, oh God, as they direct me so that I can do simple things and I do them aright. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me not to neglect you. Help me not to neglect the fellowship of the people that you have put around me. Help me to be obedient to you to, 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 to call in the name of Jesus. Father, you, are, you said to me that I'm wonderfully and beautifully made. I'm made in your image, Lord. Help me to reflect you on a regular basis. And bring more people, Lord Jesus, to you in the name of Jesus. Through that my life as attached to you. So that I can bring many more people to, to, to be attached to you in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. I am weak, Lord God, but you are strong. I am weak, Lord Jesus, but you are strong. So, Father, help me, O God. So, Father, help me, O God. Teach me your ways. Help me to understand your truth in the name of Jesus. 
Once again, I glorify your holy name. I thank you, Lord Jesus. The Bible says while we are yet speaking, Jesus has answered. You want to lift up your voice of faith tonight and thank you for answered prayer. Lord, thank you for answering me tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for taking everything that will not let me be attached to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for helping me to understand you through your words in the name of Jesus. Father, help me, O God. Give me ear to listen to what you are saying here tonight. That I'll be able to be your mouth, your, your mouth of the nation. In the name of Jesus, oracle to speak you all the time in the name of Jesus. Take away everything that will bring shame and disgrace to me in the name of Jesus. Help me as a nation to increase every day in the things of God. Help me as a nation to increase every day as I love you. Help my home, Lord Jesus, that you increase us in wisdom, increase us in knowledge, increase us in understanding, so that in anything that we do, we'll be lover of God and not lover of man in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The saints of God shout aloud. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, while we are yet speaking, he has answered. Our prayers tonight is that we shall be close to God's heart like never before. Our prayers tonight is that we shall be filled with the Holy Ghost and not with wine that will intoxicate us from the devil in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, once again, I seal all this prayer and all this reading by the blood of Jesus. When we leave this place tonight, people will see us and know that we have met with you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Just want to remind us again, Jeremiah uh, chapter 1 to 13. I want to write briefly every chapter. You can submit yours before that time. So I will give me time to look at each. Everybody will find. You know that for granted. It's either excellent or good. And we shall all find. So take time to do what I'm asking you to do. It will be better for you to be with your file. Don't just come and give me. Ah, no, 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 no. That's, even if I tell the church to order the file in, then you can do it on A5. So that we not be carrying voluminous things. And you carry your, or if you like A4. You tell me which word, which one you want. When I see your paper, I'll be able to know which one to give to you. Other A5 is not uh, A4. A4 is not going to be too big. You put four control in it and put it. So when we are doing revision of other things that we have studied, that's how we'll be punching and we'll be coming with them. Because I don't want us just to go read, talk, and we sleep over it. So I have to ask us now. Tell me about Jeremiah chapter nine. How has it blessed you? Must be able to tell me what Jeremiah chapter 9 says. Amen. Let's talk about the heart thing. Must be circumcised in our heart. We must know it. And if we are circumcised in our heart, we'll be very close. All these scriptures, they attach. They just attach to each other. And that's what I want to see. I don't want us to be reader of the word and then we are not acting it. I want us to be reader of the word and our heart be circumcised. Begin to see it. People begin to see it at your place of work. You can tell them, ah, watch us. You will see me there. A camera, make sure that you show everybody. So that friends will be seeing them. Oh, as Pastor Nick said, yeah. Used to be my work colleague. So that when you are telling them, they'll know what to enjoy. Don't be ashamed of the word of God. You must be proud of the word of God. You can see in all these things, when you get to chapter 14, you see. Jeremiah was still appealing for God to help him. Even when he had sent drought and famine and so on and all the rest of that that he has come to send on them, Jeremiah was always pleading. Let us be that pleading priest and pleading prophet that will plead on behalf of the people. Don't let when people are even put to disgrace. Don't don't laugh. Be that prophet that will cry for them. When people are ashamed because of their wicked ways or anything. Let us pray for them and don't laugh at them. And the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. We come to the end of the 
of this meeting tonight. The next time we meet, we go to chapter 14. After you have discussed. And one thing I want to do, I want to be doing more chapters now. If we have like short chapters, I will just add it together. So let's read ahead. Let's read ahead so that when we come, we can discuss all these chapters. Because we don't want to dwell on all this long, long, the one that has almost about 50 something chapters, 60 something chapters. Then we are there for one year. Like we did with uh, Isaiah and Ezekiel. You understand what I'm saying? So that we can get away from that. Because I want us to go to the New Testament because we need them as well. I want, after this Jeremiah, because we have done Ezekiel. So we have done all other prophets, you know. So I want us to go to Job to really help us. Because Jeremiah, in the midst of everything, he cries. So let's see what happened to Job too. Amen. And the Lord will bless us. So, offering time. So, I will call uh, Pastor Billy to take our offering for us tonight. Amen. You see, let's bring whatever, anything that God used to bless us, let's bring it to God. Sometimes you don't have, sometimes I don't have to. I just tell somebody, I beg, give me five pounds a day. Give me one pound because it's my heart. If you don't have, sometimes you ask before you come and sit down. But if you don't have, it's no problem. Do you understand? But sometimes just try as much as possible. 50p is not too small. It's the heart with which you give it. Do you understand? Make sure that you don't come empty-handed. Say, must I go on empty-handed? Must I meet my Savior? So, but the person that wrote that song, he's writing it about winning souls, really. But look at it to giving as well, because it has to say, must I go empty-handed? Must I go like this? You know, I want to give something to God. Always have it in mind to do that. And the Lord will bless us. And don't hesitate to ask. I can come and ask you, please. I make I give me one pound there. Because I don't want those days because of me, I will ask. I ask before I come sometimes. You understand? So let's ask. But if you don't have, come as you are and let's give our heart. And the Lord will richly bless us. Amen. Amen.